Elliot, you see Cassio come charging in as you're looking for some books. I'm going to say, Elliot, um, just to get back to you for a second, um, are you looking for anything in particular? Um, yeah, it seems like I guess there's some kind of like demon section in this library, so he's going to try to find that. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't intend it that way, but absolutely there's some sort of like restricted area. There's a little like roped off tiny little section in this um, library that's just in the corner, like catty corner to some to, to some of the darker areas that say like restricted in like some some comic sans lettering. Um, as you go over <laughs> the Elliot pulls out his badge to show the restricted section as he crosses over it. <laughs> um, yeah, you show your badge, the restriction, it opens up to you. You get over there. Um, you find a bunch of different books on like um, demons and fiends, just sort of like what we've been talking about. Some some general books about like evilness and Satan. Um, there is seemingly a whole entire book on the economy of souls um, that um, Elliot sees. It's, it seems to be talking about how souls are uh, theorizing on how souls are transferred and counted in hell. Um, and there's a bunch of books on um, more like... Uh, like Grimm's fairy tales kinds of creatures. So it's a lot of those kinds of things. Like you've got um, like the cryptids, like hags and um, things like um, uh, boogeyman's, all of those kinds of types of fiends and the, and demons in there. And it's just a, uh, it's, it's a lot of almost like a monster manual things about like who, like where they live, what they usually do, what their, um, what their sort of prerogatives are. Those are the two books that you find. One of them is just called, like, um, let's say, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. <laughs> and <laughs> yeah, Elliot's definitely going to check out the Monster Manual. Sweet. <clears throat> yeah, you're scrolling through there. Um, you see it's marked up uh, on a whole bunch of pages. There's a, there's a bunch of different kinds of um, monsters in there. The one that um, seems to have the most sort of sticky notes on it. Um, and and different Sharpie lettering in this like beautiful calligraphy of someone who seems to take a lot of their time when they're writing um, in just a bunch of different like colored pens and things like that. Um, that is all marked up on the hags section. Um, and the hag section is just talking about like what they usually look like. They're these gross humanoid looking people. They can be sort of tall or short or anywhere in between. They don't have to be like um, they're not massive or, or tiny in any sense of the name. They can be anywhere in between those sizes. Um, and they've got like bony protrusions. They've got sort of this disgusting mottled rotten hair. Um, and there's a couple different types of them as well. Um, you find that there is um, a night hag, a sea hag, and the green hag in, um, in these uh, journals. And you start to read a little bit about their history um, and their... Um, and and where they came from when Cassio walks in the room. Oh, I don't walk in the room. Oh, sorry. When Cassio <laughs> bursts through the door, Cassio <laughs> kicks the door open. Right. Uh, hey, Elliot. Um, you're a doctor, right? No, I am not. Uh, well, um, you might want to come over here and look at this. Um, and then I run back to the caboose. Okay. <laughs> um. So are the. Are the, like, methods coming through this way, or is that? Right, so they're heading back to, so I'll say, I'll say this, to your, like, if you're looking at the, the screen, to your left is the front of the car, is, is the front of the train. To your right is the back of the train. So they are heading, um, I'll see if I can just draw a line for you. Um, they're heading this way. Okay, so I would, I would, like, see them as they passed. 
you would, but they uh, they seem to have gone completely invisible. You do see a little bit of like a puff of something, at, but it was as you're reading, so it's uh, before Cassie right. okay. had gone there, and you didn't okay. know. Oh <clears throat> right, yeah, Elliot will go back with Cassio. Great. So you two head back to the caboose, um, and yeah, uh, Edgar, you you don't get any sort of like you definitely are badly bruised. Like it hurt. Um, it's going to leave a mark, but there doesn't seem to be any kind of structural damage. You didn't get break a rib or anything along those lines. It just sort of hit your hit the shoulder blade um, and, and provided you with quite a um, an indentation. In yeah. a pan- Cassio, in a panic, takes off his puka shell necklace and puts it on <laughs> Edgar. <laughs> uh, thank you, Cassio. Oh my God, Edgar, what happened to you? Cassio shot me. Is what happened. Now, Cassio, why in Sam hell did you do that? Uh, did the ghosts? There were ghosts. He. So you put you shot him with a with bullets. There. What? what were they? Efrit or not Efrit? What were they again? Uh, they were ghosts. I don't know. There were these weird mist. I killed one of them with my nunchucks, but that then wasn't I. You, that was me. God. Edgar, you killed them with nunchucks? (laughs) Listen, they're not here now, but they were going after Cassio, so I shot some lightning at them, I blew up one of them, and then they were going to try to escape, and I sealed them off here and tried to talk to them, at which point Cassio shot me in the back, and then they escaped. It looked like they were heading towards the front of the train, but I don't know where they stopped. It was like an accident, I don't know. I didn't mean to shoot you. I don't like. You're, I guess you're okay. I don't. I wouldn't choose to shoot you. This is the worst apology you could have possibly <laughs> given me. <laughs> Whatever. It's anyway, just... uh, so I have a, I have a, another move with a professional where I can do first aid pretty much and with rolling cool. Hell yeah! Um, <laughs> on a ten plus, the patient is stabilized and healed of two harm. On a seven nine, choose one, heal two harm or stabilize the injury. Uh, on a miss, I cause one extra harm. Awesome. Please, okay. please roll. Okay. He desperately wants you to roll. <laughs> it's so funny. Your rolls are either like 15 or three. Like, there doesn't seem to be any in between for y'all. No, no one. <clears throat> 12. Perfect. You so you, I mean, yeah. Um, you do your, uh, what, what kind of experience do you have as being a professional? Like, how did you get this? This medical experience. Um, I think he took a couple first aid classes. He's CPR certified. Um, I think he took like what was required from the agency, but like is by no means an expert. So he's like kind of surprised at how well he did this. I think. What does he do to to help out to help out uh, Edgar? Um, I think he just takes the bullet out and then patches it up. Nice, cool. Yeah, Um, uh, Edgar, you are healed up to your. You're you're fine. You don't have any more harm. Well, Cassio, I hope you learned an important lesson that a weapon, a gun, is not a toy. You can't just point it away willy nilly. Cassio is uh, inspecting his gun, and he realizes that he he loaded it up wrong because <laughs> there there wasn't supposed to be a bullet in that chamber. Um, <laughs> and I think Edgar and Elliot would both notice that three of the six chambers in his revolver have bullets in them, and the other three have double-A batteries in them. (laughs) (laughs) Cassio, why are there batteries in your revolver? 
uh, well, these ones are, the, you know, the, I saw the ghosts and I thought, you know, that's why I pulled this thing out because it's good for ghosts. And, but then go. I, you know, because it's they, good for ghosts. <laughs> do you think that shooting batteries at ghosts will do anything? Hey, Edgar, what did you do back then? Because I remember I killed one of them, I think. Uh, I remember getting shot by you. But yeah, but what about before that? That was, yeah, it's pointless. It's pointless. There's no reason for me to do this. Let's just go. They were hanging towards the front of the train, and Edgar's just gonna walk well, out. Well, hey, hey, Edgar, wait a minute. Because yeah, what I'm trying, what I'm trying to say here, is my story is I killed the ghost with my nunchucks. You're trying to say you killed the ghost. Well, if you killed the ghost, what did you kill it with? With this, I do, uh, you know. To, just to play devil's advocate here, I do know that Mr. Cassie was more experienced with the nunchucks than you, Edgar. So if I, I were to have said, to believe one of you, I would believe uh, I would believe Mr. <laughs> Cassio. I never said that I killed him with the nunchucks. I used magic, my thing. I talked to you about this like 10, se- 10 minutes ago. <laughs> so, Edgar, you want us to believe that you shot lightning <laughs> at a ghost when I'm the one with the battery gun. <laughs> okay and Cassio oh. leaves um, Cassio as you're leaving you do see a an edge of a um, flame like Hot Wheels looking um, ripstick sticking out of one of these um, oh he grabs it boxes. And, cool. and actually rides it out of the car great as you grab it um, there seems to be a reaction between you and the ripstick. Um, <laughs> there the, always is. <laughs> the the ripstick seems to like it, it recognizes who you are. It's like Casio, Casio McMonahan. Is that you? Whoa! It speaks no, in, your, in your head. Just I'm just Casio McMonahan's my dad, my butthole <laughs> dad. Actually, I hate <laughs> that guy. What a butthole! Yeah. I completely understand you. My name is Mr. Stick. Okay. Rip, Rip Stick. Yeah, I got that. I um I don't know how to tell you this, but I've been waiting for you. Uh uh okay. Please accept me as your steed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, all right. Um and this is all happening like you this is happening just in your brain, but you're speaking out loud to this skateboard so you see so (laughs) elliot in anger um cassio gets sort of like distracted and goes over and grabs a ripstick um that has hot wheels on it and it looks like uh let me see if i can show this too then he says cassio mcmonahan is my dad (laughs) (laughs) so this is what the ripstick looks like um it's got i think yeah you guys are on this page but um it says to you i am here to provide you with anything that you need please just put me on your feet and i'll take you wherever you need to go okay as you do that it sticks to your feet and cassio you have received the ripstick of speed um it starts to hover from the ground you notice that there are actually no um there are no wheels on this ripstick it's a hoverboard it seems to be propelled nice. by its own by its own volition um, and yeah, so you you get this hoverboard, um, and as it as it sort of connects to you, you you feel that like mind link happen again, and it's even stronger this time. It seems to have fully bonded to you, and it says, "Casio, I can go anywhere you need me to. 
the walls, the ceilings, if you need to go to space, I could probably get you there. Please, don't worry, you won't fall off, no matter how fast you go. And I can go pretty fucking fast. Um, and yeah, you now have a hoverboard that can stick to ceilings and walls and, and can go from zero to 100 in one second. Goddamn. Okay, from now on, whenever we travel, I'm upside down on the ceiling. <laughs> Just by, by default. Awesome, great. So we're <laughs> traveling on the ceiling. Um, henceforth. Hence, henceforth. So you, you guys are, are you heading out of the, the cargo room? Are you following Cassio? Yeah. yeah I'm going to be like holding <laughs> my side, like slowly <laughs> following along. As I skateboard no, away on the back. ceiling. <laughs> I know, but Edgar's not really, he's not ready to let this go just now. Yeah. <laughs> he did just get shot. <laughs> I just shot you and then hoverboarded away on the ceiling upside down. Imagine cool. if someone you just met like less than 24 hours ago shot you in the back and you were like, why aren't you just cool with it? <laughs> <laughs> like, it's just a prank, your, bro. What's your problem? <laughs> All right. You're making your way through. Uh, you get to the bestiary. You go to the tea house. Um, the library. Is there anything that you're looking at in any of these cars? Or are you just heading? Uh, where are you heading? I guess in total for the train. Um, Elliot's going to grab both of those books when we go through the library. Awesome! You grab those two. Um, you are you don't see any sign of these um, methods and and of these monsters as you make your way through these cars. It doesn't seem like there's any trace of them. Um. Can I look in like my notebook or maybe when we stop in the library, just like start uh, looking through some of the books that I found earlier and try to um, try to see if I recognize the name. Uh, what was the name that they said? They said someone's not going to be happy. Lucius won't be happy. Lucius, yeah. yeah, that's the that's the guy. And the that's the that's the youper. He, uh, the the guy that Will was talking to, or that, oh, that, that right, Edgar. right. Oh, so we should absolutely go and talk with him. Um, yeah. As you're, I guess, as you're looking through your notebook, you find um, you don't find any particular notes on the methods, but actually, um, Elliot, you did notice that as you were um scrolling through your like monster manual sort of thing, you found an article on the methods, and they are just generally like pretty stupid. Um, servants, they act as like very uh, ephemeral and non-corporeal, um, like imps essentially, um, and they usually are the servants of more powerful um, demons and fiends and all of those sort of sorts of things. They don't necessarily seem to serve anything in particular, but they can be used as servants for a lot of different types. Oh, hang on, fellas, where are we going? Why are we running? Thought we were going to go speak with with Lucius. Oh yeah, Elliot wasn't there for that part, so he doesn't know what. Oh sorry, yes, that, that Cassio was just speeding off on this new hoverboard. Wait. He's loving it. Lucius, the Uper. Yes, the uh, the those monsters said that uh, he they he wasn't going to be happy with them. So it seems that he is at least he at least summoned them. I don't know if he summoned the the monster that killed Clint, but. It's a lead. Also, one of us sh should probably be back in our room for when, um, was her name? Brooklyn. For when Brooklyn shows up. Um, yeah, I can handle that. <laughs> <laughs> I 
that's a good idea. Cassio, I need you to be as distracting and as annoying as you can possibly be. Is that something you can manage? Uh, it's not really my style. <laughs> yes, of course not. Just be you. Just whatever you feel is best. All right. Wait, Ben, Cassio's the mundane, right? Yeah. <laughs> Don't they have, like, plus two to charm? Um, let me see if I did that. Yeah, I do have a plus <laughs> two to charm. <laughs> let me see if I did that. <laughs> yeah, well, you can choose different. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, no, they always have a plus two to charm. I see. Interesting. Yeah. Okay, then, yeah. I have a plus two to charm. <laughs> Hell yeah. It's pretty charming. I don't know. For sure. In, a, in his own way. Elliot has a negative one to charm, so... Oof. And yet, all the ladies. All the ladies. (laughs) All of them. Cool. So, Cassio, you are chilling on the ceiling, heading back to the room? Yeah, and when Cassio gets back to the room, he's going to leave his gun out on the table because he had to pull two of the batteries out of it to put in his Game Boy. (laughs) (laughs) God damn it. (laughs) Amazing. Great. So you make it back there. You're you're uh as you get in there, I'm gonna say that um Elliot and Edgar, you two are a little bit further behind Cassio as he's sort of speeding off on this hoverboard. Um remember you have to get past your room to get to um the 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 next room. And as you as you start to step into your cart when Cassio has already made it to your room, you hear Brooklyn um come into the cart. Um, knocking on um, on your door. She doesn't see you yet. You've just you've just entered that cart. She's she has knocked on the door just as you enter um, the the car itself, and she's waiting for Cassio to respond. Uh, Elliot, I think seeing that kind of like pulls Edgar and like dips behind the wall so she doesn't see that or tries to avoid sight. Great. Yeah. There's a there's like a potted plant that um sort of sticks up. Oh, it hides behind the plant. Great. Um, Cassio, yeah, so, so, Cassio, you hear Brooklyn go, uh, excuse me, um, Cassio, Elliot, and Edgar, I need to speak to you. Um, Cassio walks up to the door. Who is it? (laughs) It's Brooklyn, Brooklyn Borsch, the detective. Um, he opens up the door. Oh, uh, come in, detective. (laughs) Thank you. Uh, she walks in. Um, she closes the door behind her and she says, um, Cassio, right? This is your name? Yeah. Mr. McMonahan is as, as far as I'm, as far uh, as Uh, no, just Cassio. Uh, where are you two? Didn't you have two roommates? Elliot and Edgar? Uh, no, nah. no, nah, they didn't, <laughs> they didn't come along. <laughs> just, just me in here. Well, well, where are they? Uh, I don't know. Okay. I, don't know, I don't know those guys. How do you not know? What, I asked everyone specifically to go back to their rooms. I, I, I'm not in charge of them. I don't know them. Uh, all right. Well, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go look for them. Well, uh, hey, come no. I'm right here. Aren't I cool enough for you? Roll manipulate someone. It feels like a little flirty in like a super <laughs> weird way. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god Bro- um brooklyn i just she's like late 20s or, or actually no i was gonna say uh early 30s oh god damn it yeah okay 
Um, yeah, Casio. Wow, an 11. Hell yeah. So they'll do it for the reason you gave them. <laughs> Brooklyn turns around as she's walking out of the door and she goes, Yeah, you know, you are pretty cool, actually. I think I'll. Yeah. I guess they can get back whenever. Maybe they're just sort of getting lunch or something like that. Um, anyway, uh, join me on join me on the couch here, uh, and and you two sit together. Um, as that's happening, Elliot Edgar, you saw Brooklyn walk in and the door close. What are you two doing? Yeah, I think as soon as they close, Elliot like runs past and goes over to the next car. Yeah, I cool. think Edgar's right behind him. Great. Um, awesome. Uh, yeah, there's nothing out of ordinary in that car. The, the two rooms are, are closed. You've got Clint's room that's closed, and, um, and the, the, the three siblings are closed as well. Um, do, we, do we just knock? Do, what, Elliot, what do you think? Elliot Actually, knocks. <laughs> Hello? Hello. Who Hello. Is yes, it's uh, Elliot again. Elliot Hofstadler, uh, FCC. Uh, my uh, compatriot here uh, er, had a few uh, words to speak with you, if you don't mind coming out again for a second here. Hey, listen. I just talked to the detective. My throat's kind of dry. I don't. I don't we feel like I need to talk to anybody out. We know about the monsters that you summoned: steam, smoke, frost. What are you talking about? They said that Lucius wouldn't be happy about this after their compatriot died. Um, Lucius opens up the door and steps out, and he says, uh, who, who are you? Well, I'm uh, Elliot Hofstadler, FCC. Elliot, I know, I know who you are. Who are you? <laughs> And he points to you, Edgar. I'm Edgar Wright, the man who, along with my good companion Elliot, here is trying to figure out who killed Clint. And right now, it seems as though you're the prime suspect. So, I would like to have a calm discussion. Who are you? As as far as I'm concerned, there's a detective walking around here who's been asking everybody questions, and what she told me was that Clint most likely committed suicide. So I'm not entirely sure where you're getting these accusations from or who you think you are. Hmm. Now, I don't really care if you think I summoned monsters or whatever, but that shit's not real. Hmm. Trying to think how I might be able to leverage... Leverage managing the situation. Um, can I could I kind of cast a similar spell to what I was doing before? See if there's any traces of the ghost that we saw in Clint's room, maybe that light up in the room behind him. I imagine he kind of just has like the door open a crack, he's not really letting much through. Yeah, no, he's he stepped out and fully closed the door. Oh. So there's no, there's no way to look into his room. Interesting. You can definitely, you can definitely try, um, if you want to, if you want to try and do some magic. Yeah, I'll do some magic. Okay. Um, was that uh, investigate mystery? Would be. No, that would be use magic. Use, <laughs> uh, I guess that that tracks. 
Roll, um, roll plus weird for me. Roll plus weird. So it goes there. It's a mix of success, right? So that's. You get okay, to choose yeah. your effect and glitch. I will choose to take. If I take the one harm, is that negated by my clothing? Ignore armor. Oh. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll take one harm. Okay. Boom. So you, uh, tell me, tell me again, like, what your, um, process is. What are you trying to do specifically? I'm trying to see if, um, if there's any of the same, like, similar residue, like, traces of the ghost that killed Clint, maybe on him, or, like, anything like that that might indicate that like i know you're saying monsters are fake but here's like magic residue or something like that you know what i mean sure yeah as you you sort of i assume you like tug on your gloves again and you you start to um maybe a little bit more stealthily this time as you're sort of talking to him um and you start doing some uh some of those um those movements with your hands to summon some supernatural energy right as you do that, you have an immense racking pain in your head, so bad that it drops you to your knees. Um, oh. it's, like a, it's like a migraine on steroids. Like It just completely um, sort of incapacitates you for that split second that it happens. As you fall to your knees, though, um, you see this, again, this purple residue it's not anywhere near Lucius. It's not on him at all. It does seem to be, um, there seems to be a little bit of that light emanating from his room. And um, it, it also heads down. You are now closer to the, to the end of that car. Um, and it actually does head through the door there as well. You can see some of it. So it's, it's both in, there's a little bit of residue in his room and it seems like it has headed down the hall as well at some point. Um, but you also take you take one harm from that okay. sort of psychic migraine as it happens as you're trying to to suss out this location of this um, supernatural being. So um, that will happen. I, I assume that's apparent to Elia and Lucius as well. Um, Lucius is just he he's a holy. Shit, I was just having a conversation. What the fuck? I didn't say anything. Um, Elliot knows that you can do magic, so I don't think that he's necessarily surprised but um or, or necessarily like surprised that you can do magic but um definitely no one expected that but you do fall to your knees uh in anguish um i'll i'll kind of look up at him and be like so lucius don't believe in magic yeah no i still don't fucking believe in magic. what you just fell to your knees that what but there's residue from the creature in, in your room what what about that that kidding? residue? I should say lasted for a split second that you heard that 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 psychic thing happened. So just like you could see it, um, and it went away, but oh, like okay. no one else was looking for. It's not like still there. It's not as if there's this miasma of of purple residue. It's just um, for you saw it happen and then it went away um, gotcha. as it was just a little snapshot. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, and Lucius like looks down around his feet and he's, uh, what are you talking about? Listen, I, I was just questioned for like a fucking hour and I don't really need to talk to anybody else and you two are kind of bugging me. So I'm going to go back into my room um, and take a nap. And he 
opens up the door and heads back into his room. As soon as he opens up the door while it's still open, Elliot kicks it in and walks into the room. Damn. Um, I'm going to say act under pressure. Roll okay. plus cool. Is that that's plus cool? Yeah, plus cool. <laughs> nice. Great. You said you do what you set out to do. As Lucius um as as you, as Lucius turns around and opens up the door, you snake your leg around and just kick it right open. Boom, and it slams against. Um Ralph is eating like you see Ralph there and he's eating like 18 packs of gushers and like <laughs> like sm- like just slurping down Mountain Dew and it's like he can you can just see these pimples and it's really smelly. Um, Dolores is actually asleep right now in her bunk, but she wakes up at the sight of, um, at the sound of you, um, of banging open the door. And Lucius, hey, what the fuck? I'm sorry, my foot slipped. He, Lucius, you, you kick the door open and Lucius, um, if, if that's what you're setting out to do, Lucius kind of like gets caught off guard by that and, and steps back a second and you have space to walk into the room, but you can't get, he's not like letting you go fully into it. You can get sort of right into the beginning of it. Sir, my name is Elliot Hopstatler. I'm here with the Federal Cryptozoology Commission. I have reason to believe you're housing uh, one, if not more supernatural entities in this room. And I would ask that you let me investigate under uh, jurisdiction of the U.S. government. Okay. Um, I thought the FCC was like a commissions thing. Yeah, we uh, we named it that so that if you tried to Google us, you'd find the other one instead. <laughs> okay. Uh, I, I don't. If this will make you, if this will make you leave, please. I just want to get a fucking nap, and I talked to someone for a goddamn hour. If this will make you leave, fine. You can do. You can look around. There's not. I don't know what the fuck you would find. It's not supernatural in here. Uh, I think Ellie's gonna like kind of gesture to Edgar to come in and like, you want? Can you do your uh, your uh, that thing you do? Of course, and I'll do the, the same old song and dance. Um, trying to find out to see if there's anything in there. Uh, yeah, go ahead and roll me another use magic. Oh, it's a failure. <laughs> you start to summon some supernatural energy, um, but things get out of control. Things start to the balances of what. Um, of the things that you had learned, the things that you have read about, those don't seem to apply in this situation. There seems to be something incredibly powerful going on. Um, and as you summon that energy, just to see where that spectral vision is, I want you, um, you, you have essentially a magical explosion happen just to you. So you, there is like a contained explosion as if you tried to put out some supernatural energy and it just like, as if it was in a bubble, just went out and crashed right back into you. And it pushes you, flies you out of the door and out of the room and smashes you into the wall. Um, you are going to take, uh, let's see how much. Um, yeah, you're going to take two harm. And you pass out as you slam against this wall. Does my enchanted clothing help at all? No, ignore ignore the armor. So you're going to take two harm. Um, shoot. Okay, yeah, that's uh, that's pretty bad. So I, you've been uh, shot and you fucked up a, a magic roll. So yeah, you've had a rough day. I think I'm technically unstable. I'm at like the three before, and there's four after the unstable line. 
Yeah, you so, should be okay. I think if you if you got into the the next round, like anything after that is right, is, right. <clears throat> so you're right at that. You're right at that line. Like you're not in a fight or anything like that. But you've had, um, you're fine right now. But you did. You knocked your head and you passed out. So you're unconscious. As you you hear this, um, everybody who's looking at it sees this sort of circle of supernatural, um, like light pouring out of your fingertips and then all of a sudden it arcs back around to you and it just slams you and it slams you right out of the room and you smash against the wall um slumping to the ground gotcha and lucius goes lucius is like i hope that fucking answered your question and he pushes you elliot out of the room and slams the door and you can hear it lock behind you that actually didn't um (laughs) but he's gonna go and check on edgar Great. Um, all right. Are you gonna? Yeah. I mean, you see Edgar. He seems to have um, knocked his head pretty bad. Um, you can. It definitely doesn't seem like he's in any sort of serious danger right now. Um, but he he's he's definitely slow, like coming to. Oh boy, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to heal him again with my medical thing. Sweet. Yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna heal to harm. Great. So, Elliot, you, um, Edgar, you are healed to harm. Um, you. <laughs> so you like, uh, you get smashed against this wall pretty bad. You get knocked the fuck out. I'm not going to say that you wake up, but that um, the 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 magical burns that have appeared over your body as this like intense heat from this light flashing all over your um, your clothes. Uh, seems to be salved by um, Elliot's. Maybe you have some balm or something like that you're, that you're placing on his um, on his magical wounds. Um, yeah. And as you're you're sort of like patching him up, uh, they seem to take pretty well. And and they're they're magical, so they don't uh, they don't necessarily stay around. So they've they've been hit, and that that magic has dispersed, and their intense effects are lessened as you're working on him. So he gains back that two harm, but still is um, really groggy. I'm going to say that you're back in a very minimal sense of that word to consciousness. Right. Gotcha. Great. Um, let's just go back to Cassio for one second um, as you're talking to Brooklyn. And then I think that we'll probably end it around here. So um, Brooklyn says to you, um, okay, so Cassio, what, um, what were you doing on the night of, uh, of last night, I guess? What were you, what were you up to? Uh, I think I was probably playing my Game Boy or just laying here. Uh, maybe do, I was practicing a kickflip. Uh, maybe hanging out with Gabe. Uh, drinking a beer. I had to go to the bathroom at one point. Uh, <laughs> I think I went to the bone room. She's writing all this down. Uh, the bone zone. The bone zone. <laughs> uh, better question. What were you doing last night? Oh, um, oh, me? Uh, I was sleeping, so. Yeah, I mean, me too, but like, you know. No, I talked to, I talked to Huey for a while and, uh, he sucked, so I went to bed. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Tell, tell me more about that. Uh, yeah, Huey, Huey was shitty. He sucked big time. He just kept talking about his applied economics. Anyway, I'm getting distracted. You're distracting me with your talks about Game Boys and stuff like that. Um, you want to try it? I, Cassia pulls his Game Boy out and kind of <laughs> hands it over to her. Uh, I got, goes, I got, a, I got Tetris on here. <laughs> she looks at it and she says, 
Yeah, you know, I, I could go for it is lunchtime. I guess I could go for a little bit of a break. Do you mind if I just sort of poke around? Yeah, no, go. And I'll like coach her through it. Awesome. Yeah, you two spend the next like 10, 15 minutes. This whole interaction that like <laughs> in the in the car <laughs> next door, um, you hear a slight uh as you hear um uh, Edgar slam against the wall as the magic goes off because it's just the room essentially next door, just in another car. Um she looks up slightly and she's like, Oh, what was that? And then uh, gets well, sound, it, I think it probably just sounds like uh, someone. Uh, I, uh, sometimes I microwave a burrito, and it kind of sounds like <laughs> that. <laughs> so probably just that. Yeah, you're probably right. And she goes back to playing. What is she playing on the? Oh, Tetris. Tetris. Okay, great. So I'm, I'm really coaching her through it. I'm like, yeah. So we get the square one. Uh, put it like right there. Uh, yeah, but I, but how do you know what's going to come there? Like then, it, but then how do you like stack it all up to? Oh, it'll come if it's if it's meant to be. It'll come. Okay, but but then like I get the zigzag ones. I don't. What the fuck do I do with those? Just wasn't meant to be. That just really is a game about life, huh? Yeah. This is the worst detective ever. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe Casio is the best distraction ever. (laughs) Um, Yeah, she she plays Tetris for like fifteen twenty minutes. She's like, that was that was a good break. Anyway, Honestly, I think I think that should probably answer all your questions. You know, I guess you know, that was incredibly helpful, but I do have one other question. And I I guess I just want to talk to you to your roommates as well. Um Yeah, I don't know where they are, so Did that's you probably... have any did you have any conversations with Clint the, the day before he died? Who? With, <laughs> with Clint, <laughs> Clint uh, the, man, the man murdered? Uh no. I don't even know who that is. Someone died? Yes, Cassio. I saw you this morning in the bar. <laughs> oh, that guy. Yes. Oh, the guy um, with the ten-gallon hat and the whole. Yeah, no, never saw him before in my life. You weren't talking to him yesterday. No. Mm-mm. All right, that's that's interesting because Gabe mentioned that you two had gotten quite drunk together last night, and that that Clint seemed to be very deeply involved in his thoughts. Yeah, no, that there must have been some other guy, not me. Okay, nope. well, I will, I will run that by Gabe. I think you ought to, you ought to check Gabe. I mean, he, he's probably, uh, I think you know, between you and me, I think Gabe might be uh, on drugs or something like that, you know, because <laughs> uh, uh, you know, it must have been someone else, not me. Well, to tell you the truth, Cassio, um, right now we don't suspect any foul play. Um, as it turns out, um, Clint McCain was in quite a fantastic amount of debt. Um, his business was really predicated on lies um, and and not real uh, sort of, it, it didn't make any material things. It was just sort of numbers in a system. Um, so we think that it may have been uh, uh, an act of suicide. Yeah, I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, she, she looks at you and she's like, all right, well, it has been weirdly entertaining to talk to you. Um, I take as she's saying this, I take the batteries out of my Game Boy and I put them back in my revolver. He just pull out a firearm. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, she's like, uh, anyway, have a good night. I will pretend (laughs) not to see that. Um, (laughs) Cassio, just just be careful, okay? You seem like he's got a good head on the shoulders, and I don't want around. Yeah. Okay. 
Uh, she 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 thanks you for your time, and she she reminds you to um to get your roommates to talk to her as well, and she and she heads out of there and heads to the next car. Bye, lady. Great. Um, what do? You... Uh, I think uh, uh, let's. I I'll end it around there. Is there anything like like what do Elliot and Edgar want to do? Um, just as we're as we're wrapping up this session here. I mean, honestly, I think Edgar is like okay. I I need to just recoup and like recenter myself. A lot of (laughs) just gotta recoup. Yeah, I've been shot. I like accused someone and I was wrong and I blew myself up. So I just need a minute. Yeah. Yeah. I think Elliot's fine to head back to the room and regroup. Great. You two head back in. Um, (laughs) Brooklyn seems to have gone into the Becker's room. So she's no longer in the hallway. Um, You two enter the room and see Cassio um, fiddling around with his gun. (laughs) Oh my God, Cassio, did you shoot her? Uh, nah, you would have heard it. Unless I used the electricity one. Edgar's being, like, supported by Elliot as he walks in. Like, it's just, you know, it's it's a very, um, he, he still has these burn marks all over him. Um, and is, uh, is definitely, like, you know, looking a worse for wear. Looks very frazzled. Edgar's just going to silently slump in the bed and roll over. Castillo <laughs> holds his gun straight up in the air and pulls the trigger, but the hammer <laughs> falls on a battery. It says bang. (laughs) What the fuck is is wrong with this kid? (laughs) Oh my god. Awesome. Um, Elliot, do you do anything at this moment? I think Elliot sees the battery as like the next one in like the next round coming up and like knows it's coming and still jumps and screams when it goes off. (laughs) 